0: Pirate Radio Podcast. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of GGR. Let's give you the big news real quick here. We now have our own domain name. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Squarespace, always awesome, always great. They're still hosting. They're still keeping all of our stuff on their server, but now it's just greatgeekrefuge.com. With me today, Steve Monick. Steve, say hello to the folks. Hello to the folks. <laughs> How you guys doing? We I am so excited. Like We as a website, we're growing. We're, we're doing big things now. Every day. Yeah, and we just recently, like I said, we've got our own domain name now. Um, we're actually going to be selling product here pretty soon. Yep. Uh, it, it Things are going great for GGR. It is going to be a great year. 2015 is going to be a fantastic year. What's nice about 2015 is right at the beginning of the year, like a month in, we get one of the biggest sporting events of oh, the yeah. year, and that is... The Super Bowl. That is what we're going to be talking about today, guys. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. We're going to be talking about some of the crazy. I, I don't even want to get into them. All I can say is conspiracy theories. I don't want to <laughs> controversy.
1: All yeah, yeah, controversy.
0: I don't even want to justify. Saying that it's a big deal, because I personally don't think it is. Go to one Yeah.
1: I mean, and we're gonna start with that. I guess that's just how we do our football podcast, is yeah. we go, let's talk about some sort of NFL controversy, <laughs> and then we'll actually talk about the game that's going to happen, the actual physical game that you're gonna watch. Well what's what's really crazy about t- about this
0: year, this 2014 season of the NFL, I can never remember a year where there was so much drama. Yeah. This was like the most dramatic year for football There is like in the nfl honestly like the conspiracy theory nut in me thinks that this was all orchestrated that they did all of this <laughs> for a reason because they knew that oh well you know what we'll just drum up ratings and we'll drum up interest and we'll have all of the headlines on twitter and on uh yeah.
1: facebook and it'll be everywhere people will always be talking about the nfl even when there's games not being played i mean i you, you always get those kind of feelings sometimes with all the major sports. I mean, how much is guys just playing on the court or the field or whatever it is? How much is it a little pre-scripted, yeah. so to speak? Yeah. Um. But yeah, some of the nonsense stories, I mean, from preseason, and Johnny Manziel giving the middle finger and the whole Ray Rice yeah. thing. I mean, that's how you started yeah. the year. Yeah. And it seems like forever ago. But I mean, that's just how everything kick-started.
0: Well, and what's funny about this too is, you know, and I was noticing this in the way that reporters – I've been talking about what's leading up to the Super Bowl. They're talking about the narrative. What's the narrative? Yeah. What's the narrative? So even they are admitting, without admitting it, that this is all a scripted. Yeah. It's all a story. It's all part of this greater thing. And I've told you, I mean, when we worked at, when we worked together, I almost said the name of the place we work. Uh, <laughs> we'll be careful yeah, there. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Um, we've We talked many times when we were working together. Like how I don't feel that this NFL that we have now is the same as it was when we were kids. When
1: we were growing up, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, um, and, and I saw a commercial that hit dead on with something you had said a few months back. Where, um, Steve and I were talking about fantasy football. Yeah. And I said that I thought fantasy f- football was very disingenuous. It seems great on the surface, but there's a, this ulterior motive. Because you'll notice that the NFL does everything they can to promote fantasy football yeah. they've got it on their on, on the nfl.com i mean there's it's everywhere they advertise it on tv like they it's want everywhere you
1: playing their game and not even for like the gambling or the money side yeah. of things but one of the reasons i started playing is i'm a pittsburgh steelers fan i watch all the pittsburgh steelers games i can but when you play fantasy football if you have someone playing in the the bears rams game otherwise you wouldn't give a crap about that game but now all of yeah. a sudden you have a reason to watch and i that was my belief is why the nfl wants you to do that is so you can watch more
0: and that's exactly the commercial i saw is there was a commercial and it was at christmas time and it showed oh we were all steelers fans or we were all rams fans whatever it was whatever team it was but now we're ravens fans and steelers fans it's like and the lions lady fans. talking yes and they're like, we're
1: vikings fans and then they had bengal babies and yeah. he eats burgers and then bought yeah. his jersey and trying yeah. to get you to buy more team stuff
0: exactly and, and you saw the ulterior motive there it's like the NFL and again because we are obsessed with Star Wars it's like Goodell is just sitting in this throne room in New York City that I just picture it like the throne room of the Death Star where um, <laughs> he has
1: the two red guys on either of his exactly sides. just just good good Buy
0: our jerseys <laughs> Yeah, the, the, good the good hate is, flows freely. Like he's just could be a Sith Lord. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. hold it past him. No, I could. I could totally see him wearing that little, that little like hood thing and covering his face. It's just, I miss good football, and there's still great games. I oh, mean, yeah. like the Packers Cowboys game. As much as I hate the Cowboys, first off, it was a catch, okay? And and let me just state this: it was a catch in the physical sense that the ball came to him. He used his hands to receive it. And then fell on the ground and still possessed the ball. That's how it was a catch. By NFL rules, it was not. And Tony Dungy actually said it best on Twitter. He said that's been the same rule for the last five years. Cry about it all you want, but that call has been consistent.
1: Yeah, it, it has. It's, it's uh, the way they were phrasing it is yeah. it's a good call mm-hmm. on a bad rule. Yes, The rule needs to be addressed, but yeah. as it stood, yeah. unfortunately, that's the rules as they are now. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, even the Seahawks falling mm-hmm. up after that game, playing yeah. – I mean – That Packers-Seahawks game, that was one of the craziest finishes I've ever seen. There's still amazing football to be had, and I think the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be not quite as action-packed as that one, because I think the defenses are going to hold each other in check a little bit, but I think we're up for some actual good football to watch. I just, I miss the days when it was just about the football, Mm -hmm. and it had to be something huge for it to be a story. And not the inflation of the football, the actual game itself.
0: Oh my god, so... (laughs) Growing up in the Washington, D.C. area, I've, I've said this before, I'm a huge Redskins fan, um, but also there were the lean years, there were the dark times, um, well, and those are actually still going on, but the Redskins were horrible right after Joe Gibbs retired. It was that stretch of, like, 1993 up well, until now. now. Yeah, basically. they're they're still <laughs> crappy. Um, and I started, I, I loved football. I was, I was a young kid. Uh, I was, I want to say I was, like, 11 or 12, and I just wanted more football i wanted mm. to enjoy it and not just be miserable all the time and the new england patriots had drafted this guy drew bledsoe and i remember reading a sports illustrated article about him and they called him a gunslinger and yeah. i was like that's such a cool term and i and i fell in love with with him and the patriots i was like there's this new team well they weren't new they had just rebranded they just came yeah. up with that cool like logo that they have now the i the, think they call f- it the flying elvis, elvis. yeah as yeah. opposed
1: to the the guy that's actually like yeah, the patriot pat, that's high, yeah pat patriot yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I became a a Patriots fan. And what was nice, too, is a lot of my mom's family is from that area. So I was able to get Patriots gear down here in Virginia, which is not very common. So I became a huge Patriots fan because of Bledsoe. And Bledsoe led him to a Super Bowl. And eventually, uh, Tom Brady ended up taking over for him. And I was really torn. I was like, well, who do you support, the team or the player? I was like, well, I'm going to stick with the Patriots. And I'm going to support Bledsoe. So when he went to Buffalo, I got a Bledsoe jersey, too. But anyways, to my point. I am a Patriots fan. They're my second team. As we talked about before, yeah. everybody gets an On AFC and an NFC one, team. The, yeah.
1: the rule for me is you have your team, your area, yeah. the team you've loved since you were little, started watching the sport. Yeah. In the other conference, you yeah. can follow another team or player that you like, something like that, as long as when they collide... You know where your loyalties lie, yeah. other than then you're a bandwagon kind of person. Whatever. Exactly,
0: exactly. And people accused me of that. They were like, Oh, you're a bandwagon Patriots fan. And I was like, That that's great. I can show you a Drew Bledsoe jersey that I've had since I was like twelve. So And they shove weren't necessarily
1: it. great during those years. No, they either. weren't.
0: They had a couple of good years. Um they had a couple of bad years too. Yeah. Um but they they started the the foundation of their franchise. And when Spygate happened, I remember everybody giving me crap for it. i oh, like, yeah. oh, well, your team cheated. Your team cheated. Bill Belichick actually said it in his press conference recently when they were talking about Gate, which we'll get to in a second. He even said, you know, 80,000 people go to a football game and millions of people watch it on TV and they see the hand signals that are being done by the coaches. Everybody sees it. Everybody sees it. We recorded it and we get busted for it. He's like, I, I don't really see why everybody thinks that we're cheaters for doing that. He's yeah. like – I, I get it because they put out a memo, but I never read the memo, my bad. So people really gave him a hard time about that. And Jimmy Johnson actually said on Fox on Fox Sports that day, after it, it all came out, he said, you know, everybody did this. Every single person in the NFL did this. They put out the memo. Belichick didn't read it. So he got hit. And everybody's trying to pretend like they never had anything to do with it and wash their, their hands. hands of the whole thing.
1: And you're hearing a lot of the same. I mean, I've yeah. been on ESPN reading a lot about the deflake. Yeah. And there are people coming out. Oh yeah, we deflate balls, we scuff them up, we do yep. all these different things mm-hmm. to put them to our preference yeah. to, to make it, you know, give us a, that slight edge that might win the game. Yeah, And like you're saying with Spygate, it was the same thing. Yeah, People were using technology, using whatever, as yeah. soon as it officially became over the line, got nailed for it. Well, and that's, and that's any industry, whether it's football or
0: any other sport or any other business. Finding a competitive edge is of the utmost importance. Yeah. Finding something to do that nobody else is doing, and I think the only people that are out there that really, really, really have a big problem with any of the stuff that the Patriots are done that have done, are I mean, sorry Steve, but Steelers fans, <laughs> uh, Jets fans, Bills fans, Dolphins fans, anybody who got beat by them, it got beat by the Patriots, and it's just sour grapes. And you'll see most of the people in the NFL are like, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. I mean, look at the Raiders back in the 70s with um yeah. Bolitnikov and his, like, sticky hands. Like, the um, the, the stick 'em they, all they over his hands. A
1: really cool report uh, before the NFC Championship game talking about the gloves and the technology of wide receivers and their gloves. And they were showing clips of that. Yeah. Where his arms and legs, I mean, are just drenched. And it looks like tree sap. Um, yeah. I mean, it was you can't tell me that that's not pushing the boundary of what's allowed.
0: Well, even like in one of my favorite football movies that they've done, uh, the replacements, Yeah. the part with Orlando Jones, where he's like covered in stickum and he makes the references. It looks like I, an elephant. Yeah. Like it's even then, like it's, that was taken as something that's illegal, but it wasn't like, Oh my God, that's illegal. They cheated to win that game. It was funny. And everybody yeah. was like, Oh, ha ha ha. Cheating is, what is funny. Like it's, I just, I don't get, well, I mean, I get why, because everybody wants to be the Patriots. Everybody wants yeah. to have that kind of consistency. But, like, for everyone to come out and be like, oh, well, they deflated, they deflated, they deflated. And the worst part about it is, is the NFL scripted all of this. Because look at all the re- the reports have been released. They're like, oh, well, it was two PSI under. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't really two PSI. It was more like one. one well, one really, it was like one yeah. and a half. Wait, oh, well, no, not really. And then also, well, after halftime, we used the right balls. Okay, so explain this to me. The score at halftime was seventeen to seven. Patriots. The Patriots scored twenty-three unanswered points. Brady had a better completion rating in the second half of this uh, of the game. They handed the ball off to LeGarrette Blunt, who just ran over everyone. He had
1: three touchdowns. I don't care if he was carrying a a big old rock; it doesn't matter what the pressure was. He was carrying that ball to the end zone. Yeah, and it's I, he scored more than the entire Colts team.
0: Exactly. Yeah, by himself. Exactly. Yeah, he single-handedly. Beat them. I mean, and they did nothing to stop them. So how is that really going to make that much of a difference? And if anybody says, oh, well, 10 points is, well, they, they got the momentum because they kicked a field goal at halftime. That's garbage. That is total garbage. You are so full of it. You're just grasping at straws. I think it's
1: irrelevant for the outcome of the championship. I mean, it was yeah. evident on all three phases of the game yeah. that um, the the Patriots were better. I mean, did uh, did an inflated ball that was kicked off, and they used different balls for kicking, by the way. Uh, bounce off of Josh Cribbs' face and the Patriots got a turnover there. That had nothing to do with that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Everywhere the Patriots were a better team. Yeah. The only way this is going to affect them is in coming up to the next season if they have fines, if they lose a draft pick, anything like that. And that's like if. That. They
0: have to prove it, too. Yeah. And when they're grasping at straws and saying, well, the ball boy went to the bathroom for 90 seconds and he could have deflated a," ele- You mean to tell me that a ball boy is going to be able to deflate 11 balls to the exact same PSI specifications in 90 seconds? Or is it possible that maybe he took the balls that he's responsible for, which he's not supposed to let leave his sight, into the bathroom with him and took a whiz? Because guess what takes about ninety seconds for guys to do. Yeah. Whiz, wash your hands, grab your balls, footballs, folks. <laughs> um, oh then, boy. And
1: then move on. There's a whole different controversy we're talking oh, about here. Oh dear, oh dear. Don't wash his hands, touch and stuff. I don't like it. Oh man, um. got to get hand sanitizer. It's a, it's a
0: mess. It's a and, disaster. And the other thing,
1: I, what I've been thinking about too is. Yep there's been a lot of talk about what the quarterback prefers in the way the ball feels, the way it's broken in, it's it's pressure and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, How would the ball boy know exactly what Brady prefers outside the boundaries? I mean, then you really have to talk about a real conspiracy where Brady and the ball boy, and they said, okay, this is the real football. This is what I wanted At go and do something and make it. No, I don't believe it. I mean, I just don't.
0: And what's, what's great though is, the players coming out and deflating, pardon the pun, the <laughs> argument and the investigation that the NFL has. I can't remember the guy's name. The guy who intercepted the pass in the first half for the Colts. Oh,
1: yeah. I know who you're talking about. He yeah. kept the ball. He kept he the
0: ball. Yeah. It. Yeah. He kept the ball and he gave it to the uh, equipment manager. Now, everybody said initially that he gave it to the equipment manager because he thought something was wrong with the ball. Turns out he wanted to keep it because, hey, this is something of note. I intercepted Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. If we go on winning because of my interception, I want to hold on to this ball. He actually said that.
1: It's a keepsake. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. And, like, for people to be like, oh, well, he felt something was wrong. They're crafting, again, the narrative to try to make it look like the Patriots are cheaters. They're trying to make this... Super Bowl more dramatic than it needs to be which it doesn't need to be any more dramatic than the championship game between right now an up and coming potential dynasty
1: and the biggest dynasty that we've had since the beginning of the 21st century. I think it goes back to what you said, narrative. I mean we, both in the media, our stories everything we want, we want that three act story structure and with that there has to be you know, the setup, the rise and climax and then the conclusion and there always has to be a good guy and a bad guy Every Super Bowl has this. There's yeah. always that story. Yeah. And clearly just this year the Patriots are gonna be the bad guy. That's yeah. just the way that it's been structured. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know that's always the best thing. Yeah. Uh I don't know if that's ever going to influence anything in a major way where like some ref calls something different. I don't think it's going to affect it that much. Yeah. But I don't know why, like you said back today, why we can't just let the game be the game and just watch it and enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I I just, I don't understand where all of this came from. I don't understand the need and the desire for this. I don't know why good housekeeping has to convince their readership to be prepared to wear a very pretty football themed dress and make a very special (laughs) big game party. Like, the NFL is loving this, and we're all just suckers for it, and that's the worst part is I love sports. I love football, and I can't stand being made to feel like a chump, and that's what I feel like the NFL is doing to us right now is you are just their sucker. They can pass anything off on you, and, and you'll buy it, and I'm just – Literally,
1: you'll have to buy their stuff. You yeah,
0: know? <laughs> and I just I'm not – I'm not down for that. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's insulting, and – it just continues to grow and grow and grow. Now, we have gone a good chunk of our, of our podcast already. Like, all we've talked about is drama.
1: Yeah. The, like you said, that's yeah. what we do with ours. We talk about the yeah. controversy. Yeah. We get all riled up. In yeah. the yeah. Then we yeah. talk about the game. Yeah. You know, it, grind, it, you know, it grinds out. my gears. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, i got to say one of the cool things that's come from this uh, to tie it in with what we do at GGR. Have you seen the back and forth between Chris Pratt and Chris Evans?
1: No, I have not.
0: Okay. So it, for for those, I mean, I'm sure you guys know, Chris Pratt is um, Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Evans, Captain America. Chris Evans is from Boston. Chris Pratt is from Seattle. Oh, On boy. Twitter, right after the Seahawks won and the Patriots won, they went back and forth. And Pratt was like, oh no, Evans said to Pratt, he was like, hey man, for the next two weeks, we're not friends. We're enemies this is, this is war. And Pratt was like, oh, really? All right. So what are the stakes if my team wins and your team loses kind of thing? And it's, it's really kind of cool. Again, it sounds scripted, but at least for this one, it's for a good cause. And it's not just to further their yeah. own, like, their own pockets. They're so, what ha- selling
1: more Captain America issues exactly. or anything like that. Please. Exactly.
0: What Pratt, what Pratt made Evans agree to was that if the Seahawks win, um, Evans has to fly to Seattle. To the um, children's hospital that's there in Seattle, dressed as Captain America, and wave the 12-man,
1: oh, 12-man Seattle that's flag. That's awesome.
0: But, like, to be there with the kids, to see the kids, yeah. sign autographs, take pictures
1: with them, because his team. How awesome is that? Kids who need a, a cheering up. Exactly. It, seeing Captain America run around with their team's yeah. colors, that's such a good cause. Yeah. I but, love that.
0: But that, like you got that and then you got the NFL trying to make a big deal out of something that really wasn't that big Doesn't of a matter. deal yeah. it, that, that that had no impact on the game whatsoever. You know, like it's, it's just funny that you see some people using their high stature and high power and celebrity for good. But I mean, this is star Lord and captain America yeah. here, like versus the emperor <laughs> emperor Goodell. Yeah. Like, so I mean, I would, I now I want to see that comic book star Lord and captain America versus the evil NFL empire.
1: I would, I would, that thing would sell out I would buy yeah. every issue that I would read the crap I'm going to have to talk
0: to Ben and be like Ben we might need to draw get, this bud Get like this yeah we're
1: going to need to get some rights we're going to get some people from Marvel on the phone well Marvel owns Star Wars hey as far as the comic rights there I mean go. it could happen I guess there
0: you go just make it a fictitious uh, football league um, <laughs> yeah. so let's talk about the big game yeah the actual game that's going to be played on the field let's talk about the big game um Seahawks and Patriots like I said I mean the narrative that we got going right now is the potential up and coming Dynasty that could be The Seahawks If they win two They'd be the first team To win back to back Super Saints Bowls two, Since the Patriots Oh right like, Exactly In 2003 and 2004 um, And then you got the Patriots Like this This legacy. juggernaut This yeah. legacy That just continues To churn out teams That managed to get To the Super Bowl I mean they haven't Been so successful In the last couple They lost the last two To the Giants okay, Both times too. Yeah which Which still baffles me But honestly I think And we've ripped on him So hard on this website Because he makes me so mad Wes Welker oh, here it comes. <laughs> because Wes Welker you are to blame I, you know what and if you got something to say to me Welker I mean let's do this man come on I've been waiting for a long time okay you'd probably take me but I mean as long as you're not hitting the molly before yeah, you come here exactly come here. exactly yeah Welker makes me so mad because the guy caught like 175 passes in the, in the season right and then you get into the, the Super Bowl and you can't catch one that would put your team ahead like to win the game, you could have won the game, and you can't catch it. Like, what good were those 175 catches? They were worthless. And then you go to the Broncos and you do squat. Yeah,
1: so he has done nothing there.
0: All I gotta say is, is the proof's in the pudding now. And you were so butt hurt that the Patriots didn't re-sign you. Well, now you kind of see I guess why. It's, yeah. Exactly. Maybe justified. it was justified. It absolutely was justified. But anyways, yeah. So and I
1: think speaking of who the Patriots don't have and who they do have, their signings yeah. and things like yeah. that. Um, the two guys they picked up this year, believe it or not, that I think is going to make the biggest difference, yeah. Brandon Browner and yeah. De- uh, Darrell Rivas oh, yeah. in their secondary. Now, Brand- yeah. uh, Brandon Browner, he used to play for the Seahawks. He was yeah. on their Super Bowl winning team last yeah. year. So I think their secondary, um, coupled with uh, Patrick Chung and uh, Devin McCordy, yeah. therefore, um, the Seahawks don't have a great wideout team. No, they don't. And yeah. I think Especially those- after they got rid of
0: their best athlete. He's now, a, yeah, yeah. he's now a jet. yeah. So I mean
1: yeah. basically in Siberia of uh, the NFL, the Jets. <laughs> uh, so I feel like the Patriots can use all the rest of their resources yeah. to stop Russell Wilson from getting out and running like he likes to do with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And just say, These four guys are gonna take you. We're gonna Go ahead. This,
0: Go ahead and beat us. Yeah,
1: if you're gonna beat us, it's gonna be Russell Wilson throwing the ball. Yeah. I put my money on the Patriots. They actually have yeah. a pretty Stout defense. They yep. let up yards. Yeah, they do tend to let up yards, but they get a lot of turnovers. Yeah, and they don't let up a lot of points. No, they don't. No. Um, and if
0: ever since that, that one Russell game Wilson against it, the Chiefs early in the season, they haven't really let anybody.
1: Yeah, that was score the that one many points aberration. and the reason that happened is because I was playing against the person who started Alex Smith in my fantasy football league. <laughs> that's the only reason the Patriots did well. It was all a conspiracy, uh, they didn't man. do well on the, on the defense. They, it was Alex all a conspiracy. I think he threw for like 17 touchdowns, something like but that. But none of so them, was, the wide receivers, actually. Right, yeah, not once all year did they that was, do that. That's such a weird stat, Weirdest too. stat of the whole year. Yeah. Not one wide receiver from the Chiefs caught yeah. a kind of touchdown. But, yeah, I think that's where the Patriots yeah. – I'm. that's who I'm picking. I'm, I think the Absolutely. Patriots – I think Brady's getting his fourth. Yeah. Um. And Belichick and Brady more so than any other coach quarterback pairing have made the Super Bowl. They aren't going to be flustered by any no. of this nonsense we talked no. about. They're going to be ready and gearing to go. Yeah. The Seahawks are young. Yeah. They have energy. They're ready to go. I don't know if they're going to be mentally ready to go with with all that. Um. And then the last thing, um, Richard Sherman, yeah. you got that elbow injury. Yeah. Torn ligaments in his elbow. Yeah. So I mean, if you're trying to stop Brady in his pass game probably gonna need your entire arm to do most, that would be my likely. guess most
0: likely and um i mean all all bias aside um i mean i'm still I'm, I'm rooting for the patriots i want them to win the super bowl um i think they have a good chance because the giants aren't playing them this time <laughs> yeah. so they've got that going for them but more importantly with all of this too is with the seahawks and, and this is why i think it's gonna be a really really good game Every time I think the Seahawks are going to lay an egg and it's not a bird pun. Um every time I think that they're not <laughs> it gonna, is now. Yeah, it is now. Yeah, I just made it one. Um every time I see them play a big game and I think that they're not going to come out and do something, they do. They that team just performs. Yeah. But I'll tell you what's going to go against them is that they're not in Seattle. True. If this was like just a regular season game and they played the Super Bowl at Seattle because they were the home team, I I'd say that Seattle's going to win this game. But it's not there. It's in Arizona. It's in a neutral site. I, I Again, I don't think that the Seahawks have the guns on offense to run with the Patriots. No. I think that the Patriots' offense is going to—I'm not going to say they're going to manhandle. It's not going to be a blowout. I think the Patriots may come away with this one maybe like 24-17, maybe like 30-27. I mean, it's going to be a close game.
1: Yeah. It's going to be within one score, I yeah. would say. I just don't see the Seahawks—I
0: mean, look at what Russell Wilson did against Green Bay. Nothing. He did not he look good at all. That was one of the
1: worst games, in, I think going against that, Belichick and Brady have had two weeks yeah. to look at that game tape yeah. and say, what the heck did the Packers do to make them fall apart in the first half? Yeah. And that's what they do. They take away your yeah. best options. So they're going to take away Marshawn yeah. Lynch. Yeah. I think the secondary is enough. Um, to me, the the Seattle defense and the Patriots offense, that's a push. Yeah. So when you're comparing the other side of the ball, I think the Patriots' defense is better than the Seahawks' yeah. offense, and that's where I'm giving them the edge.
0: And that's what won them their Super Bowls. To be, I mean, to be perfectly honest, yeah. I mean, as much as like Brady has become this like saint in the New England area because of what he's done, those defenses are what won those championships. Yeah,
1: Bruce, uh, Teddy, Bruschi, uh, McGinnis, all yeah. those guys. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, um, uh, Rodney Harrison, uh, Ty Law on the first one. Was it Richard Seymour? Richard Seymour yeah. was there. Um, yeah, I mean, those guys made that team. That defense kept them in games, and if you look at their record, with the exception of the year that Randy Moss came, or I think he was there for two, maybe two or three seasons, but that first year that he was there, when him and Brady were just like hooking up like every bit. Were they a kind of record? I think it was yeah. 07. Yeah. Yeah, that with the exception of that year, their offense had always just been good enough to do what needed to be done and score points when you needed. And they and they were just winning by like a field goal here and there, and like Vinatieri was kicking most of those game-winning yeah. field goals, so that's how they won their games, and. It kind of shifted somewhere in there. They started becoming this offensive juggernaut. The defense wasn't the key, uh, the cornerstone anymore. Those guys had gotten older, and that's where I think – that's why they lost those two Super Bowls to the Giants. As the Giants saw that, they knew that. They are like, if we can stop their offense, they're toast. They're not going to be able to hang with they us. Knew and they knew they was their offense.
1: Right. And they, I was listening to a podcast earlier yeah. today, and they were talking about really what you want to do to stop Brady is yeah. bring interior – pressure right up the middle over their their line and that's where they're weakest this year yeah so if the Seahawks can get a push up the middle because Brady's actually pretty good about stepping up in the pocket if you bring outside pressure yeah but he's not fast like a Russell Wilson so if you bring it up the middle he's not rolling out like Aaron Rodgers Russell Wilson Kaepernick he's not doing that he's just going to try and throw it over them because he's 6'5 he's taller than I am yeah um so I mean that's what the Giants did so well. Yeah. Absolutely. They had, uh, what, Tuck and uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, and they brought Strahan those, like, was there on the huge end, yeah. dudes right up the middle, and they just noticed what they could do to stop Brady. Yeah. They stopped him. That's why they won.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Plus, I Plus, Welker
1: didn't catch the ball,
0: so. Friggin' Welker. Like, what a jerk. <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I mean, we, we joke about this, and we made so many jokes about uh, Welker on GGR. Like, if I ever met the guy in person, I would be like, look, man. Hey, it's really nice to meet you. I think you're, you know, you were great when you were in the Patriots. Can't believe you left to go to Denver, but good for you, man. I I would never bring up that kind of stuff because you don't do that kind of stuff. In, He's in, a human being. So. He is he is a human being. Yeah, and there's so many people that I find it hilarious. And this is a quick aside to more nerd stuff, but like with um I was reading a story about the whole Gamergate thing. Yeah. And one of the ladies and I cannot remember her name right now, who's like at the forefront of Gamergate had all these people on the internet give her all of these threats and all these awful things. And like they doxed her and they did all this stuff. And she did this like open forum for anybody to come talk to her and ask her questions. And they were there at the place. And the guys who were there from Gamergate stood up to ask questions. And they were like, uh, or, um, uh, don't you think that maybe you should, um, or, uh, be responsible. They didn't have the nerve in person to say the things that they said on the internet. And I thought it was hilarious because she was just like, really, that that's all you got to say. You got nothing else. And, like, it's the same thing with this, too. Like,
1: they the wanted to say something. a great shield.
0: It really is. And they wanted to say something, but they couldn't. Like, would I would – I, do I really actually hate Wells Welker? No. No, because you know what? He got him – helped the Patriots get to the Super Bowl. Like, good for him, man. Yeah, this it is was, a
1: comedy podcast. Exactly. Movie. It's designed to make you laugh and, yeah. and chuckle and think about things exactly. and stuff like well, and that. And also,
0: there's not a category on iTunes for podcasts about hate. Yeah. Like – which I mean might be very an angry, scary place to visit. So good job, Apple, on that one for not doing that that <laughs> category. I mean, you guys are thinking ahead. That's I mean forward thinking always. That's that's good great. Word. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: back to the Super Bowl. I don't yeah. think uh, officially you said you're rooting for the Patriots. Who do yeah. you think is going to win? Who's your pick? <sighs> um, I just I can't.
0: It's so hard because every time I thought that the Seahawks were not going to win, they they managed to pull it out. Like I thought that last year Manning was just like he he was destined there was just like this touch from above that he was going to pull it out and he was just going to find some way to win and again the narrative the NFL would just love that because they love them some Mannings yeah and it would just be this perfect thing and it was just so awesome watching him just crumble and fall and the the Seahawks just revel in that so there's a certain amount of me that's that really kind of likes what Seattle's done they've built this team from scratch they've they've done everything the right way with the exception of like their defensive backs being on Adderall, but that's another story. Um, I think, like I said, like I said, 30-27, 24-17, something like that, I think the Patriots are going to win this game. I don't see Seattle—I could see Seattle winning this game. I don't think it's going to be—anybody's going to run away with this. I
1: think it's going good... to—I wouldn't be shocked if either team won. I don't yeah. think it's— uh, and I didn't think that last year. I didn't yeah. think it was going to be a blowout, but lo and behold, Seattle showed up. Denver did not in any way no. whatsoever. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe we're dead wrong and one yeah. of these teams wins 50 to nothing, but I don't think that's the case. I think these teams are both built and ready to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and with what the Patriots have now, think about it. Like the wide receivers, you take the wide receivers out of the game. Okay. You, you can't, you can't pass. You hand it off to LeGarrett and one. That other guy, Gray, they're, they're running back. Jonas they're, Gray. The, Jonas yeah. Gray ran for like 200-plus yards against the Colts in the regular season. Now, the Seahawks and the Colts are two different. Like
1: he ran for 199 yards. Was it really? Touchdowns, what? yeah. You know that's right, because you're a fantasy football nerd. Because I, I remember forgot. everything. Yeah, because I own the Patriots' other running back, Shane Vereen. Oh, yeah. And he's actually – I mean, he didn't do jack in that. Yeah, but he's more of a receiving back anyway. Exactly. Out of the backfield, and yeah. Yeah, that's could be a difference maker as well. But, yeah, yeah. Jonas Gray, LeGarrette Blunt. I think LeGarrette Blunt actually – does something this game too
0: well and it, and it really comes down to matchups because if you can take the receivers out of it can you take the running backs out of the out of the game too can you take the fullback can you take the tight end and the patriots have an answer in every single one of those positions whether it's amandola or whether it's edelman or it's lafell you've got three different receivers that have shown that they can play well you've got gronkowski uh at, at tight end there's the other guy and i cannot remember his name the tight Tim end right. as well
1: Yes. They picked him up from the Bucks when they traded Logan Mankins in the yeah. preseason.
0: Yeah, and they seem to do that every year. They take a big-name player and they send him somewhere. And everyone's
1: like, what are you doing? And then it
0: and then works they, out. And like then They they, know, the, they yeah. do know what they're doing. Yeah.
1: Unlike the Colts with that whole Trent Richardson thing. He got suspended like for the upcoming season just recently. So what a doofus. What a mess. What it shows, a doofus. I mean, there's a reason Belichick and Brady yeah. get here every year. Yeah. And it's not just on the field. They do yeah. a lot of legal things yes in in the head office there yeah. with the, the trades and the draft yeah. picks and the things they do there too yeah. and there was a
0: there was a stat that i saw somewhere that said that the two teams that have that in the like the last 3 years that hoard draft picks the most are the Seahawks and the Patriots and then it's not a shock that both of them in the last 2 years have been patriots to the AFC championship and the Seahawks now to their second super bowl so you're show, you're showing that when you hoard draft picks and you build from within and you do things the right way that you're going to be successful.
1: Now, I think you do have to have a strong coaching staff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, about six months ago, I was reading an article that ESPN did, and it was a real nice piece about the big blockbuster trades that you see at the beginning of of the NFL draft, where one team gets the first round, the first overall pick. And yeah, that, like RG3 three three for four. like three picks. That was a huge one they used as an example of. Yeah. And then they showed the progression of, for both teams, not just the one who got the star player first or second pick overall, yeah. but how the other team did with those other draft picks. Yeah. And it was a really, really interesting read. But yeah, it, it's when the teams keep their picks, when they uh, inherit other picks or trade for them, yeah. and like Mike said, build their team with a strong core. They don't change their coaching around. Those yeah. are the teams that you see winning. When you yeah. go all out for one guy, it doesn't end up working out great because one man does not a team Nope. So, and it's, um and okay. I gotta
0: say, in Jeff Fisher coach of the Rams, in the ultimate like middle finger to the Redskins. No, oh, I know what you're That game against yet. the Redskins where he made his captains all of the picks that the Rams had inherited from the Redskins for getting RG three. It was like, like five guys from the He just it was <laughs> Oh my god. And 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 they just trounced the Redskins that game. And RG
1: just, that wasn't that was that the first game that he was just benched? I don't
0: I can't even remember. I think he was benched. I don't remember. Because I know Colt McCoy Colt played McCoy, that game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And you know, it was, I want to say it was after the 49ers game. He got benched after the 49ers game. Yeah. So it's like literally so,
1: like the guy that you traded for, you're not even starting. Here's the five guys you could have had. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's. Well, neither of those teams are Super Bowl bound no, they're anytime not. soon.
0: No, they're not. I mean, we'll see what happens with the Redskins with their new general manager, uh, McLuhan. They're, they're grabbing a lot of guys that are a lot of coaches. I mean, they're getting a lot more coaching. They're getting Perry Fuel, who actually led the Giants' defense to their second Super Bowl win over the Patriots. Uh, they grabbed...
1: good um, Because they need to do something with that defense, with that yeah. secondary. Well, he's
0: their, yeah, he's their defensive defensive backs coach. And I cannot remember the guy's name. Joe Barry. Joe Barry. He was the linebacker coach for San Diego. He's going to be their new defensive uh, coordinator. But he actually... And the people are giving him a really, really hard time for this. Um, he was the defensive coordinator for the Lions when they had their 0-16 season. And everybody's like, well, I can't believe the Redskins would pick this guy up. I can't believe this. I can't believe that. And the guy, and he made a really good point. Like, he must have interviewed really, really well. Because he actually said in an interview, he said, you know, when bad things happen, he's like, it's what happens after the bad things happen that shows what kind of person you really are and your growth from something like that happening. And I was like well, – I- I'd hire him as a defensive coordinator after he said something like he, that. Heck yeah, let's he do this. He basically
1: quoted Batman. You know, why do we fall yeah. so we can pick ourselves back up? So yeah. anyone who's gonna basically quote the Dark Knight, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: we say this now, and then they'll be like four and twelve again, Yeah. the like worst defense in the league. But
1: well, I don't really want to talk about defensive coordinators right now. Oh so. yeah,
0: that was that was interesting that with LeBeau. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. Lebeau. My, my
1: fiance was literally just like. So Dick LeBeau left, and I'm like, "What are you reading? Like The Onion or something? Like this is clearly not there's no true. way this is Like we're getting. Yeah. She's like, "No, like he's not with the team anymore," and I I couldn't believe it for like the longest time. But cause... it was the
0: way that he worded it too. He didn't he didn't say I'm retiring. He said,
1: yeah, I'm not. I'm just resigning. I'm just not gonna be with the Steelers anymore. And I was like, "What?"
0: And it was kind of strange because he's been a Steelers guy. I mean, he left for a while to, and he was coach of the Bengals, but like for him to leave and say I don't want to be part of this organization, but I'm not re- retiring was really kind of strange what's yeah. going on up in pittsburgh I, the... I mean
1: i don't really know like i haven't read a lot about it because i've been focusing more on the stuff that's happening now and that's yeah. more off-season stuff for yeah. me but yeah um yeah it just sounds like there was some kind of conflict there uh, internally yeah um, the steelers are really one of the best teams ever about their coaching i mean we've, yeah. we've had three head coaches ever ever the coach, Redskins have had
0: three in the last five years. Yeah, the yeah.
1: coordinators, though, Dick LeBeau was the only rock. I mean, we've gone through offensive coordinators, different D line. I mean, we've gone yeah. through coaches and, and or coordinators left and right. Yeah. It's the head coach that's the rock there. So it's surprising that the one coordinator that's been there for forever, it seems like, just yeah. decided to go. So, um, yeah, it's kind of kind of troubling, but. The defense wasn't great this year, and I'm not saying it was Dick Lebo's fault. We had a lot of rookies, a lot yeah. of injuries. Like it's either we have guys that are in their first or second year or guys that are in like their twelfth year. There was nothing in the middle really. Yeah. Um, except for like the one guy who made the pro I think Lawrence Timmins is the only guy who's really kinda in that middle. Yeah. He's closer to the older end too. Yeah. Uh so I don't know. I mean, I think we have a lot of work. We're gonna be rebuilding that entire half of our team.
0: Well, it's just interesting too, because we we have two teams represented here, you know, Washington and then, and then Pittsburgh that are polar opposites in the way that they handle their business. Yeah. Like the Redskins and I, and I, and I put it in the article that I wrote about right after they beat the Cowboys where I was so proud of it. And I put a picture of,
1: you're on like a high and you yeah. just like wrote it in 15 minutes. I was just like, this is the
0: greatest thing ever. <laughs> like the sun shines a little brighter. The day is just great. Um, just skipping through. The exactly. The just high fiving everybody. Just like giving hugs to random strangers. Uh, there's a picture I put on there of a t-shirt, and it has the Redskins, like, Spear logo, and it says "Offseason Champs. <laughs> and it's so fitting for them because they would sign, like, Albert Hainsworth or another big name. Like, um, this year they signed uh, Sean Jackson. And that's their big thing. It's like, hey, we won the offseason. Good for us. Look at us. We won the offseason Super Bowl. But then when it gets to the season, it doesn't matter. And there's always a story. There's the name controversy. There's the fact that Dan Snyder sued uh, season ticket holders at some point. Yeah. Um, The fact that he... I mean, just awful things all the time are coming out about the Redskins organization.
1: But, like, you never hear anything bad about the Steelers organization, ever. Yeah, every once in a while someone will come out, like, obviously, the a couple years ago, the stuff with Ben. <laughs> um, And I oh, think... Ben. I think he was just... Oh, Rafflesberger. <laughs> I think the success, because he had some success very early <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, he did. And I think it was very Brady-esque, where yeah. we had a, just an amazing defense, and yeah. Ben did enough in conjunction yeah. with that to win the, the Super Bowl and yeah. everything. And I think that just went a little bit to his head. I mean, yeah. you, you don't understand the level of heroicism that he was seen with in the city of Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. the guy could walk on water, basically. Did I you ever see – Maybe that went a little to his head. He's definitely matured now. And then Bell, yeah. uh, Le'Veon Bell and yeah. Blunt this year uh, got caught, you know, smoking weed and everything oh, in geez. their car. But yeah. every once in a while, there's a story like that. But, yeah, you don't see a lot written about him. Yeah. And I'm, I, that's kind of the way I like it. I just yeah. be quiet win the game on the scoreboard i don't okay. i don't need to hear headlines i just want yeah. to see wins in the in the w column there
0: did you ever see the kevin smith movie zach and miri make a porno oh yeah the part where they're in the coffee shop and the drunk dude shows up and he was just like oh this is a Steelers game in rafflesburg,
1: and rafflesburg hucking and chucking football
0: <laughs> like that's how i just pictured every person from pittsburgh when it came to oh, rafflesburg it's, it's did, not yeah. wrong yeah that's yeah.
1: A, a kevin smith movie and it's yeah. filmed i believe in Monroeville. yeah which is like 25 minutes from Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, just south of it. There, pretty yeah. big city there. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like I. When Typical I, Yinzer. When all of the, when all of the stuff was
0: going on with with Burger, with all of the stories, all I could picture him sounding like, and in my mind, the way the scenarios happened was Matthew McConaughey in uh, Dazed and Confused. <laughs> Just like smacking girls on the butt
1: and being like,
0: "Hey, all right." All right. What I love about these high school I'm girls, college,
1: man. man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, fun. they <laughs> did.
0: He just had that like smarmy charm where girls are just like, "Look at him. He looks like Shrek. Whatever." Like, yeah. and he and he was just like, "I'm Ben Roethlisberger. Why would you not?" Like, it's
1: and the the girls of the Pittsburgh area. I mean, they are. As big of sports fans, yeah, not more so yeah. than a lot of the guys. That, and that's I mean, that's one of go the go great at, things
0: I like about your city oh, is you that like even any,
1: the like male female
0: it doesn't matter. Everybody's no. passionate. and It's you awesome. You go to any. It's too bad I hate sport your sports bar teams.
1: restaurant. <laughs> anywhere you see girls wearing <laughs> Pens jerseys, yeah, you see them wearing Pirates jerseys, which Steelers makes any. Gear. I
0: mean, wearing a Pens jersey. I'm I'm rocking my Capitals jersey right now because last night the Capitals destroyed the Penguins for nothing. Let's not all yeah. right Mike. This is, this is a football. We're talking about. You're this. ruining football. this, Mike. You're ruining we're not, this. We're not talking um, about that right now. Yeah, that's a great way to make any beautiful girl ugly. Though, is to put a penguin's jersey on her. um I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Gorgeous. No, no my... it's when you put a Ravens jersey on them, then they just... that we can agree on garbage. We can uh, agree. Baltimore is a dirty, <laughs> ugly place. Yeah, just, that's
1: fine with me. It's a cesspool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just it, being a fan and talking about, I like, mean, joking, doing yeah. that kind of stuff. Now, yeah. I mean. That's why we love this sport. And yeah. I think going back to what we said at the beginning, you know, yeah. some of the controversies, some mm-hmm. of the nonsense the NFL does. Yeah, That's why we get so passionate about it because we love the sport. We yeah. love watching it. We love talking about it. Yeah. We love debating which Absolutely. team's better, you know, Absolutely. who you would take. What we you, have
0: those We you know. have those moments. We, we talked about nostalgia in November. We had those moments of nostalgia where we um, were feeling emotionally with our teams when something great happened. Like yeah. I remember being a kid. I want to say it was in fourth grade when they beat the Bills in the Super Bowl, when Washington beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. And no, going I mean, to school. Everyone got to beat the everybody Bills. Got for to beat Super the Bills <laughs> but going going to school and it just being great and you're wearing your Redskins gear and it was just like high fives everywhere and it was awesome and everyone was happy. It was on the news. They were always talking about it. They were playing Hail to the Redskins. It was just a great time. And that's what we all want. I mean, you've gotten to see a couple Super Bowls in your in your uh, time. The, like the, it's
1: the game-winning catch against the Cardinals five, yeah. six years ago, Yeah. I mean, me and my friends, we were elated. We were watching it in college together. I mean, yeah. we were going insane. You would have thought yeah. people were being murdered in my house the way people were screaming in there. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish I could just have that passion all the time for yeah. all the games and not have to worry about some of this off-the-field nonsense. Absolutely.
0: And it was the same thing for me because I was actually um, – I spent five years in the, in the military. I was in the Army. And I was in uh, basic training when the Patriots played the Rams in the Super Bowl. The Patriots were 14-point underdogs. Oh, yeah. And nobody was a Patriots That was the fan greatest then.
1: show on turf. No one was taking down Nobody was going to take boys. them
0: down. Exactly, yeah. And being, you know, skinny and having a shaved head and being stuck in this little room watching TV, watching the Super Bowl, because they let us watch Super Bowl instead of doing push-ups for a, a day. It was awesome. But, like, watching the team that I rooted for, that I loved, that I watched come from a 1-in-15 season, drafting their franchise quarterback, that guy getting hurt and their backup coming in leading them to the super bowl and then not only leading them to a super bowl leading them to a win and beating the rams was it, it was amazing it was awesome it was like it, you can't touch that and for some people they, they don't get into sports and that's what i would say is the best part about it and it stinks for so many kids that are redskins fans or their parents are redskins fans now because they haven't gotten any experience
1: in any, any of that <laughs> yeah yeah and, and such is the nature of sports and what i hope for you know at, yeah. at the end of this podcast here is that if you're bringing up a little one yeah. if you're you know you have family that kind of stuff and you can enjoy it just keep it to the on the field stuff and talk about teamwork and yeah. and working and overcoming odds and those kind of things the yeah. great things about sportsmanship yeah. And do your best to try and avoid all that other nonsense and the business and the profits and that kind of stuff of yeah. of NFL. Just try and focus on the game and the fun and the teamwork of it. Absolutely. Because I know that's what I'm going to be doing the this Super Bowl yeah. and coming into the seasons in the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, So my pick, I mean, we're both we're both on board for this, which is shocking because you're a Steelers fan, but we're both for the Patriots in this one. Yeah,
1: I know. And I try to put emotions aside and everything yeah. like that. I I'm kind of atypical in the pittsburgh area there yep. i don't harbor ill will against the patriots because i can respect the team if they just beat us yeah when a team's like horrible like the ravens i root for against them every game i don't care yep. who they're playing they could be against a team of convicted felons like in the longest yard and i'm rooting for the felons in that game because uh, that's basically playing against the ravens anyway um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah no i'm picking the patriots yep. i'm rooting for them um and Grant, if you're listening, you're you're welcome. So <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah, your brother's a Patriots he fan. Just, I mean, like,
1: since he was a kid, he came by honest. Yeah. About the same time you started liking him, he did yeah. too. He was able to pick up football and understand it when he was little, and yeah. he was like, "I just I like the Patriots." That's
0: so funny though. Like Steve and I both have. We're both the the oldest of of two. Right. Yeah. yeah. Our little brothers are both bucking the family trend. Like my my dad is a Redskins fan. My grandfather is a Redskins fan. My mom was a Redskins fan. I'm a Redskins fan. My little brother, Buccaneers fan. Why? Because they have cannons in their stadium and they're dressed like pirates. I was like, uh, uh, okay, all right, that's cool. Like, who who knows why the little brothers do yeah, what they my, do? Like, my
1: brother, I mean, he can't, He was really young. I mean, he yeah. was surprisingly young when he was able to pick up football. And yeah. he doesn't even really know. The reason he gets, I guess when I was little, I just liked the colors. I, I mean, I have no reason beyond that. Yeah. But, I mean, he has been steadfast when they've been bad, when they've been good. It doesn't matter. He sticks by him, yeah. And he likes like all of Boston sports now because I mean he follows the Bruins, he follows the Red Sox, he follows the Celtics. At least I he's consistent. Don't know why, but I mean, the kid is on with it. He he loves it and everything like that. So so you got to appreciate him.
0: the consistency, you know. Oh, At yeah. least he's not like you know switching teams and now all of a sudden yeah. he's like a Spurs fan. Oh, or it'd be like... one thing
1: if he was bandwagon. We would be he, having yeah. a very different conversation. But yeah, if you're gonna be a fan and you're gonna be a fan through thick and thin, yeah, sure by all means. But yeah, if. if he was like a Seahawks fan all of a sudden after last Which year. He's like, what like, 90... oh, do I love, Marshawn Lynch? 90... It's like gold teeth and everything. Ninety like percent of their fan story. base, like it's that they have that
0: meme of Homer Simpson like coming out of the bushes, and it's like Seahawks fans after the Super Bowl, like it's. <laughs> That's I feel like nobody was a Seahawks fan unless you were from the greater Seattle area yeah. until they won the Super Bowl last Either year. that better until
1: they came out with those Nike jerseys cuz those things are sharp Those I will are say. Those, those are awesome. It's a ball and yeah. jerseys. Just like I'm undecided so I'm going to pick the coolest jerseys. The Seahawks are probably winning that. They have that cool
0: like reflective thing going on too yeah, like
1: I, yeah. Whatever. I don't know who paid Nike to make those jerseys, but good on them because I mean they yeah. they won the jersey lottery yeah. out of the thirty. Well, that's teams.
0: a that's a Phil Knight thing. He does the same thing for Oregon, and it's because that's the team he went to Oregon. Um, so he makes all their like ridiculous ten thousand jerseys that they have, yeah. and like the ridiculous color schemes. And he does the same thing for Seattle because he was a Seahawks fan. So, I mean, I guess it nice. pays to have a good designer. Yeah, I mean, uh, go back to the Reds. Uh, yeah, to the Oregon Washington Ducks
1: have like a new uniform every quarter, basically. Exactly.
0: Like Washington, actually, uh, the rapper Wale, has been talking about how he wants to change the Wizards' uh uniforms and he's been he's going to get Kanye West to help him. So there's that.
1: See that one, to yeah. not
0: get excited about. <laughs> yeah. I like
1: when the when the Wiz went back to like the traditional bullets. I like what they red, have now. White and blue, the I like that. they look like the bullets with the Wizards name. I think they're, they're I don't tight. think they
0: need to change anything. I really don't. I mean, changing the name I think Wizards is dumb. I've always thought Wizards was dumb. Um but the reasoning For changing it was Abe Poland. It was right after the prime minister of Israel was shot and killed. And Abe Poland saying, well, bullets, you know, that connotates violence. I don't think that it's good that we have this name. And he changed it. And it really set a precedent, especially because you now see the exact opposite with the Redskins. Is Nan Snyder is like, oh, no, no, (laughs) no. And he even said to USA Today, he was like, put it in all caps. I'm never changing the name
1: of this team. What a jerk! Like stomping his feet like a five-year-old. No, I'm not going to do it. What a butthole! Like, <laughs> what a great way to end the podcast, Dan Snyder. What a
0: butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the title of this podcast too. So you can search in uh, iTunes, Dan Snyder butthole. Um,
1: <laughs> you might find more than just this podcast, and be very yeah. sure safe search is on. By yeah, right? that's
0: that's a good call. Yeah, definitely a good call on that one. You know, this is I love how this works with us. We we sit here and we do our pre-show notes and we're like, all right, so we're going to do this for like 20, 30 minutes and then we're going to cut it short. We just – we start talking and no, have it fun. never happens. Yeah. Yeah. But this is exactly how it how it is and this is how – honestly, if you guys were hanging out with us here, it would be the same thing. We'd start on one thing. We'd go off on another topic. We would just – it's fun. We enjoy it. We hope you guys are enjoying this too. Uh, stay tuned because we've got more coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have more podcasts that we're going to be recording uh, we've actually made a little makeshift studio.
1: Yeah, we're 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 trying to get official here. I mean we're doing our best, you know. Yeah. Yeah, right <laughs> uh, now
0: in the in the in the G R Cave that we have.
1: Yeah, we've been fluctuating on the release schedule. We're trying to come up with something more but basically as they as they get recorded and yep. edited, that's basically when we're released and we're trying to structure we're we're batting around maybe two a week I'm as we're you. trying to think about yep. but Stay tuned and, again, go to greatgeekrefuge.com. You can drop the square (laughs) face. That's so awesome. That is so cool. More information will be on the You'll see a little GGR Pirate Radio uh, tab there. That's where everything is. Absolutely. On that main page, stay tuned for details about release dates, where you can find it, everything like that. And you can also listen to podcasts right there, download them right there if you don't want to use, if you don't use an iOS device, if you don't use iTunes. Yep. You can download them and put them on, they come as MP3s, put them in anything you want.
0: Absolutely. But again, guys, my name is Mike. Um, signing off for Steve here. Um, enjoy the Super Bowl.
1: Awesome, guys. Bye.